It's Tuesday, April 19, 2016. Three inches an hour. That's right, and it's not going anywhere. We've got some reports of 20 inches of rain that's already fallen. Another historic rain event, this time in Houston. Well, let me tell you, Flint is not alone. Secretary Clinton's big plan to eliminate lead contamination within five years. On climate change, we must deliver on the promises uh, that were made in Paris. World Bank president warns the world must stop building new coal plants. Plus, stop me if this sounds familiar. March 2016 was the hottest March on record. Stop. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. If you go to Glacier National Park, it's sort of muddy hillside national park. (laughs) Well, then I won't go to Glacier National Park. Denial accomplished. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, here we go again. 20 inches of rain in some parts of Houston over the weekend? Yeah, it was 20 inches of rain in some areas in less than 24 hours. That's really historic. That was overnight on Sunday, a slow-moving storm that caused flash floods that submerged highways and roads and homes and killed at least five people. More storm systems are on the way for the region. And now we know that studies confirm extreme deluges have increased in the United States since the 1950s, which scientists a tribute to global warming. But not elected officials, apparently, who live in Texas, who is being so affected by global warming. They lost five people, but, you know, let's let's just keep denying. March 2016 was the hottest March on record. That's according to NASA. It broke the record for the hottest March set just last year, which broke the record set just the year before. Plus, the period from January to March 2016 crushed the global record for the warmest start of any year. And are you beginning to notice a trend here? I am. But wait, there's more. The past 11 months altogether in a row have been the hottest on record in 135 years of record keeping. Mm. 2016 is now on track to be the hottest year on record for the third year in a row. And that would be unprecedented. And yet the deniers keep denying. And I guess the mainstream corporate media keeps allowing those deniers to continue denying. In the wake of the Flint water crisis, Democratic presidential candidate and former secretary Secretary of State Hillary Clinton has proposed a goal of eliminating lead as a major public health threat in the United States within five years. At a speech at Reverend Al Sharpton's National Action Network conference late last week, Clinton called cleaning up lead in America an issue of environmental justice. It is no coincidence that black children are twice as likely as white children to suffer from asthma or that children of color are more likely than white kids to suffer lead poisoning, or that race is the single biggest factor determining whether you live near a toxic site. However, Clinton's ambitious goal would require funding from Congress for new water infrastructure and cleaning up of toxic pollution, which again, as we always say here, (laughs) elections matter. Yes, they do. And this Congress can't even fork over money to stop children from being poisoned. 
Man, do we have a broken system. Which fruits and vegetables have the least amount of pesticide residue? Well, the Environmental Working Group has released its annual Dirty Dozen Produce and Pesticide Residue list to help you make decisions about organic versus conventional produce. Conventional strawberries now top the Dirty Dozen list for 2016, knocking apples off the number one spot. Nearly all strawberry samples, 98% that were tested by federal officials, had detectable pesticide residue. At the World Bank Spring Meeting, World Bank President Jim Yong Kim warned that international efforts to cut fossil fuel emissions are actually being undermined by some countries that are still considering plans to build cheap, high-emission coal plants. We're seeing countries around the world about to sign agreements for the dirtiest source of energy, which is coal. So we're working with countries right now to piece together deals that would make renewable energy cheaper, much cheaper in some instances than coal, and push forward the movement to mitigate uh, the effects of climate change. The World Bank, which provides loans to developing countries, announced a new focus on renewable energy projects and will devote a third of its investments to climate-related projects. Finally, some good news. Here in the U.S., a new report by the National Renewable Energy Lab shows that rooftop solar panels could provide nearly half of all U.S. electricity needs using technology available today. And the researchers said they calculated that using only the best, most suitable roofs. They excluded locations like parking lots, which would be suitable for solar canopies, and building facades. So they say the actual number could be much higher. For much more on that story and all the other ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.